everyone, Lindsay here. Before the episode, I just wanted to share a word from our sponsor, Patchology, which is a self-care brand that knows the importance of taking moments to reset, which I did quite a lot of while I was going through treatment. They offer a range of sheet masks that are super cute and effective, as well as gels and moisturizers that make your face feel amazing. They're offering Cancer Casually listeners 15% off any product this month with code PINK and are donating $1 from each product to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Have fun and patch up. Hey everyone, welcome back to Cancer Casually. Today, I have, I always have special guests, but today (laughs) I have Nikki (laughs) Bostwick, who is the founder of The Fullest and the host of Morning Matcha and my boss. Which sounds so funny when you say that. But it's fun to say because you're like a fun boss. Oh my gosh. You're the best person to work (laughs) with because I feel like I need a boss like you. (laughs) We're a good team for sure. We worked together for what almost four years. April will be four years. So we've worked together for three and a half years. Oh my gosh. And then I got cancer six months in. Mm -hmm. So I remember like... Yeah, this is going to be funny because I'm going to kind of interview you, but you're going to kind of interview me, yeah. but it will just be fun to talk. Yeah. But yeah, I remember the, um, I remember where I was sitting. I was sitting at my mom's house and I was like, I need to tell Nikki I got cancer. I don't know why I was so nervous to tell you, I know. but I like wrote you an email and then I sent it. Oh, and I called you like, I think right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was freaking out. I was scared, but it was, I mean, it was scary to tell anyone, but. Uh, yeah, I was scared to tell you. I don't know why. It's not like you're going to be like, you're fired because you got cancer. But I just, you know, like I had just taken on like uh, the managing editor position and I was like, you know, like scared. Like, what do I expect? What Am I going to be able to like perform, you know, like, uh, you know, how I should when I'm going through chemo? But then I did. I then she did. Whole- like, I have to interject here because <laughs> okay. it was crazy. Lindsay emailed me and she was, I don't know if you told me in the email that you were nervous to tell me or yeah. if it was like right after on the phone call. But I remember I was like, oh my God, Eric, I just got this email from Lindsay and I don't know what to do. And she was like afraid of telling me. And so I, that's when I was like, I called you right away. And I think you saying that made me realize that we just like, you know, we need to chat and I need to be there. Obviously I needed to be there for you no matter what. And I wanted to be, but I was shocked that it was nerve. You were nervous to tell me because I didn't know how to be there for you, how to support you. And in the past, Um, I, my mother-in-law before she was my mother-in-law, but she and I are pretty close and her best friend, um, found out she had cancer, but passed away within six months. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was in school and it was like finals and I was just distracted with school, but I was never there for my mother-in-law. And I always felt so bad about that because she was going through such a hard time. And obviously she wasn't the one with cancer, but it was her very, very best friend. She's the godmother to her children. Like they went through everything together. And, um, and I, I just always was like, wow, I was never there for this person. And I've never to this day said anything to my mother-in-law, which I need to say something to her, but I'm like, I get so 
I'm so ashamed of that. Well, it's hard to know what to say yeah. to someone that it's, you, you don't know. I mean, what, like, you're so brave, like you can do this, you know, but it yeah. just sounds so basic, but it is, it is important to reach out yeah. even if it's for the survivor or if it's for someone close to the survivor that got cancer, I think it's important to reach out and just be like, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying about you, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, because if you don't, you, you're like, what? Like, yeah, you weren't there for me. Did yeah. you, do you even know what I'm yeah. going through? And, um, and that's a shitty feeling too. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just so powerful. Our whole situation. Yeah. I don't know. It was just different. And I, I don't remember the only thing I remember really is you telling me you had it. And we, I was talking about it and me being like you, like whatever you need. Yeah. Um, but then you saying, I want to work oh, the whole yeah. time oh. and then like hitting every single freaking deadline and being on top <laughs> of it. Like you always are. And me being just so amazed, so impressed, inspired to keep going myself you know we just had started the fullest I'm crying I'm just like <laughs> looking I just oh. it's so crazy to me how you were able to do that and I remember talking to Amy Moss from oh, uh, PR so nice too, yeah. and she we met up in person um at one of our launches and she was like crying. Cause she was like every single day when I feel down, I think of Lindsay and how she just keeps going oh. and she inspires me to do my work and to just keep going in life. And she was just like crying and I was crying and we were just oh. so, Oh, I love Amy. Yeah, I, I need to I like email her. That was so sweet. Really and, nice. um, and I just always, that's something that is important for people to know that it's possible. Anything is possible. And you stayed so graceful and so optimistic the whole way through. Obviously, I'm sure you had so many moments yeah. that you f were vulnerable with your family and mm -hmm. friends and, and Manny. Manny, and, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, you just as a whole carried through so well and, um, and I'll never forget that. It's, yeah. I think, you know, you just all of a sudden think of a death sentence right yeah. away. Oh, yeah. And that's scary. And more and more people are affected by cancer. And and it was a wild ride. And it just was. watching you go through that so beautifully was really um, the greatest gift for me. So I want to say thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. Um, I, I feel really lucky how it all worked out just because... Um, like I had a job where I could be at home and while you're going through cancer like that, you are sitting on your couch or, you know, you're just waiting to feel better. And so for me, it was cool that I could like sit on my couch, be on my computer and be like, well, I feel bad, but instead of watching another movie right now, <laughs> I can edit, you know, oh like gosh. I could, so that's. I think working throughout it really helped me. Like, sure, some days, like, I couldn't work because I was feeling too sick. But, um, yeah, like, like I did stick to my deadlines. And I think that having something to – that made me excited because I really love my job. But having oh, – <laughs> We can, um, I, whenever I get all teary eyed, I'm just like, Kylie, who's our wonderful producer, can you <laughs> put a pause there? But yeah, oh I just gosh. really feel um, 
lucky that I had that. Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> it's hard talking about cancer, but it's good. I feel okay, so Lindsay went into remission. And then I forced her to start this I podcast. Know. And oh, every day I'm gosh. like, am I <laughs> being crazy for making Lindsay start this yeah. podcast and talk about cancer all the time? Because I think there's a balance to be yeah. had. And a lot of times it's hard. And there have been so many guests here that it's difficult because they're still in it. And, um, and success stories are different. Um, people who are still going through it. I think that it's important to have a wide variety of guests. And I think that, you know, someone who's listening might be going through it too. So it's nice to feel, feel that they're in it with someone else. Yeah. Um, for sure. But also inspired by the success stories and by your story and, um, everyone's story is different. And, And so I kind of wanted to talk today because I think that it's important for us to share more about your story Mm -hmm. and also, I mean, talk about like how the journey has been just having this podcast in general. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm sure that you have probably, we've never, by the way, for anyone listening, we've never talked about this before. So it's really interesting. I'm so curious, like. I'm sure you have a love-hate relationship with this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when you asked me to do it, I, like, was like, absolutely not. That's I not know, something I, remember. I am interested in. I used to, my first, well, my second job out of college, my first job was as a face painter at SeaWorld for, like, two months. By the way, Lindsay <laughs> is like a cat. She's had, like nine lives but actually like 50 lives and I love all of her past jobs (laughs) and her experiences they're so fun but my first real job out of college was actually a news girl on a radio station 1037 um in San Diego and I was on the nighttime show 7 to 10 p.m Monday through Friday and I was just I started out as the phone screener but then the two guys um Dick and Skiba, hi. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, she's funny and like ridiculous and 23. So uh, let's just keep her microphone on the whole time and let's give her a news segment. And so then I would like do the news, but it was like funny news. You know, I wasn't talking about politics. So anyways, it was fun. I did it for a year, but then I was like, I don't want to be in news. I want to like be, use my journalism and like travel and So I quit, but I never wanted to go back into radio. It was a good, um, a good career for me back then, but not something I wanted to do. And then talking about cancer is not something I like to do. And I am very like fun and bubbly and I like to try to make jokes. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was just something that I was like, absolutely not. But you are very convincing. I know. We were actually just talking about how I convinced Lindsay to spend a bunch of money investing in Bitcoin and Litecoin. And it hasn't gone anywhere. Yes, <laughs> We I, both have lost money thus yeah. far, but we know that we'll make money. So yeah, in the long run, it'll work. It's a long-term investment. And just like cancer casually, <laughs> like it is something that I... Now I am enjoying more. At first, when I agreed to it, we agreed to one season. Mm-hmm. And then um, that season was really hard just because I 
I mean, I think we started it when I, I hadn't even got my port out yet. So I was still... You were done, but you were... I was done with chemo. I was done with radiation, but I was still every three weeks going and getting yeah. something called Herceptin, which is a form of chemo, but it's not the kind of chemo that makes your hair grow out. But I was getting that installed in my port. And so I, I still had my port when we had first started. And so it was really like like new for me to talk to other cancer survivors and and um, Lindsay was every time she would start talking about it she gets I would. so even in the intro yeah. I was like had to redo it so many times because I was like um yeah I would get teary-eyed and it, it was hard but it was also at the same time really nice to talk to other survivors that have went through it and other types of cancer, because we don't just do breast cancer. Yeah. And um, so that was uh, cool to talk to other people with other types of cancer and what they've went through and how their hair is growing so fast and all this <laughs> stuff. But um, that first season, I do remember we went to New York and I did four podcasts in one day. At the with Ashley. Yeah, with Ashley. And we had like... Uh, every two hours, we had another person come, and so it was hard. great. And we got amazing people. We had Erica mm -hmm. Hart. We had so many good people. But by the end, the fourth episode that day, it was with Lauren Chiarello, who's so sweet. But she has had breast cancer, uh, not breast cancer, but she's had cancer twice. And uh, when she was just talking to me about the second time, the recurrence, I just started crying and like couldn't stop Aww. like couldn't stop for like 10 minutes and like Ashley our producer had to like stop it and then Lauren had to like because I was like heaving like it was like I couldn't stop and then she had to do this like meditation up at, on like, you with me <laughs> and like deep breaths and then we started again and then I couldn't get through it and oh it was it was so hard but it has gotten a lot easier I don't know how it is as a listener to listen to a host that cries all the time. But season two and season three, I don't cry as much. I, I'm always <laughs> I telling suffer. Lindsay cry more. <laughs> yeah, you like the crying, but I think it's um, it's genuine, yeah, you know, and it is. so I'm sure people that are listening are also crying. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that it's just feels like they're going through the motions with you, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, it, it is. But what I do want to say real quick, because I did start crying 10 minutes ago, but I just really felt lucky that I had this job and you um, when I was going through it, because like I said, I could work from home and you were so giving. You sent me Sakara mm. and you sent me Daily Harvest for so long. Like <laughs> I thought it was going to stop and then it just kept coming every week. And I had so many smoothies in my freezer, <laughs> but I mean, it was so helpful. Eventually I had to like go onto your ha your account and just like stop, stop it. it because I was like, I don't think she's ever going to stop it. But like my I know, freezer like, was is it full. still being a scent to your yeah. old address? Like who knows? Um, but yeah, it was so nice of you. And like, seriously, like still to this day whenever anyone is like what can I do for someone who's been diagnosed with cancer like I always tell them that story 
about Aww. you sending me daily harvest for like nine months. Oh but my it was gosh. So helpful. It, and so thank you. But I, I know we never really, I was like, am I like pushing this on her? Like, <laughs> what do I do? I need to do something. And it was really nice. I don't know. You. I think those sorts of things are difficult to navigate. Yeah, it and- is, but. But, but like we were saying earlier, like just reaching out, even if it's sending flowers, even if it's sending a card, it is important to do. I think I did, I did have, um, some really good friends that I think just didn't know how to reach out. But like one guy in particular, um, we had been best or really good friends for like all of college, like even high school. And he didn't reach out to me until like maybe six months after I was done. And then he he finally like reached out like, Hey, Lynn's like, I hope everything's going well. (laughs) And I was like, I like confronted him about it. And I was just like, Hey, like what? Like, where did you go? Yeah. Like, where were you like, when I, I went through this? I didn't even, like, receive anything from you, like a card or a text that says, I think, thank you. So, but then again, uh, maybe a year ago, one of my friends, her sister had a stroke. And, and like, they did this whole, like, GoFundMe thing. And, um, and I didn't reach out to her. I didn't know her sister, but... I still feel guilt for not Did reaching out. Did you know out. about it and just not reach out? Yeah, because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Just like kind of how you said that. I didn't know uh, what to say to her. I didn't want to say something just basic like, hey, I'm thinking about you. But then I'm like, that is so funny because that's exactly what I was mad about that boy doing to me. Is You so, just wanted a basic, even a basic thing would have yeah, been okay. Even saying, even texting someone who's going through that um that you're thinking about them like I I need to like apologize to her still I haven't but she's super nice and we've talked about other things but I like I yeah so you haven't said that yet Mm -hmm. it does make you feel like I feel really like a bad person when you talk about it but yeah it is I, I get what I get now I should probably apologize to my friend because I get why he didn't reach out to me because we had a relationship, a friendship that was so fun. And it's hard to like have a relationship with someone that's fun and where you're laughing all the time and doing fun things and going and doing cool, like exploring new places. And then all of a sudden have to have a sad situation because you're not just going to send a text that says, Hey, I'm thinking about you because they're going to respond. And then do you have to keep the conversation going? I think you just feel basic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that enough? Yeah. Am I, and then it goes back to like, um, almost being selfish. Yeah. Cause then you're like thinking about yourself. Yeah. Doing something that's enough where then it doesn't become about the other person. Yeah. Um, it's hard, but yeah, from what I've learned from that is definitely just reach out, just send a text like, or call. Yeah. Even something as small as that is helpful. So, so yeah, Lindsay started the podcast. Oh yeah. And were you and Manny together at the time? Uh, no. You? Oh, were- no. I think we had just... Yeah. I don't remember. I don't the know. first episode was with Laura Rubin and... No, you totally were together. We were. We had just because gone back together. Were, this yeah. is funny because Laura and I um, met at a breast cancer retreat, a Keep a Breast... Be- 
uh, Keep a Breast Cancer Retreat in Zihuantanejo, Mexico. And she was there doing her journaling workshop for cancer survivors. Um, and we're both friends with Keep a Breast. We love Shaney. And the whole entire week I was crying because oh, of yeah. Manny and mm-hmm. I had broken up and it was just so hard. Like we broke up because we went through cancer like together and he stuck with me through chemo. He stuck with me through radiation, mm-hmm. but then it was done. And you felt, I mean, I remember you sharing, you felt like, is he only with me because of this? Because he feels like an asshole yeah. if he leaves me yeah. or is he with me because he actually does care about me and does love me. And this is part of our yeah. journey. It was and so remember, hard yeah. to like navigate through that. Cause especially I'm like, you had just kind of gotten together mm-hmm. and then we had been together for a year, but yeah. we had been like this couple that's traveling the world and like having so much fun together. And then all of a sudden our relationship went from, um, this adventure couple to me, he, him taking care of me mm-hmm. and like me losing my like long red hair that I like, I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I would go to the world's largest redhead festival in the oh Netherlands every year. <laughs> like I was obsessed with being in a the redhead. Netherlands. Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. an hour South of Amsterdam in Breda. And I would like, I knew, I know redheads from all over the world. Um, <laughs> like it would be so fun. I've went like five years, but anyways, I lost my hair. Didn't feel like pretty anymore. Manny's so cute and awesome. And, um, I just felt I lost my confidence. I was mean to him, but I mean, uh, it's hard not to be mean yeah. in general when yeah. you're living with, I mean, I get aggressive. So, <laughs> so yeah. then when you're going through cancer and through chemo and yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are moments where you're like, Oh, yeah, I feel angry. like a shitty person, but like yeah. also I need to take it out on someone and yeah. you're right here. <laughs> angry. And then like when you feel like you're in a relationship where the other person doesn't want to be in the yeah. relationship with you, it, it was hard. And I mean, Manny's awesome, but he wasn't an angel at the point because it, it was hard for it both takes two of people. Us. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I talked or I cried about the broken relationship the whole time at the retreat. And Laura was so nice and we became good friends. And so she was the first episode of Cancer Casually. And so it was nice to talk to her. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's like, I think a couple years older than me. And she's just like my like mentor. Like I love her so much. And Mm -hmm. she is, um, she had breast cancer like 10 years ago. Now she has like long blonde Carrie Bradshaw hair. And she's just like such an inspiration that I look at as a businesswoman. She has her successful like all's well journaling workshops and, um, and she's just so confident and a strong woman. And so, um, yeah, it was a good podcast to talk to her. But yeah, in the podcast, I was talking about Manny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you were together. Yeah, we were together I at the that. time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been so beautiful to see that too. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you had your space and yeah. then you came back together. And yeah, we broke up for around five months and didn't talk. I did not think I was ever going to talk to him again. And it was hard because I have like such a soft spot for him because he was there with me and chemos and he would dress up like Santa Claus and Mm. I mean give presents to all my like chemo friends and he was so fun and he made a lot of the cancer um uh, like 
situation fun. Um, I mean, even being at home with him, it would just be fun. We would have a good time. And eat pizza. And eat pizza, yes. (laughs) I was talking about Domino's earlier. But anyways, no, we would eat uh, Daily Harvest smoothies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All I ate was Daily Harvest smoothies during my chemo, and I was healed. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it, it was a hard hard time for both of us. And I think that, um, having a relationship going through cancer is going to be hard for anyone, any couple. And now that we're back together, I feel like we're stronger than ever. I mean, going through that is something that most married couples or engaged couples haven't went through. And, um, so I think that if we were able to survive that, even though we had to take our break, yeah, um, that we're going to be anything. able to survive through anything. Like having a child together. Like having a child. <laughs> Cause Maybe. that's a lot yeah. on your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We would love to, I know you he will. would be the best dad. Mm-hmm. And so I want to, even if it's just one, but, um, yeah, like I, I guess we could talk about my cancer, like what kind I had and if I am able to have a I baby. know. I want to know. Yeah. So. So Lindsay had breast cancer. What yeah, kind? Triple positive breast cancer. So um, at first they were like, okay, this is going to be okay because triple positive breast cancer 10 years ago was the worst breast cancer you could get. Whoa. Yeah. But because they were able to uh, create this drug called Herceptin, which is what I was on for while I was still Mm -hmm. (laughs) starting this cancer casualty podcast. Um, that is something you have for a year, a full year. Um, even after you finish your, um, chemo chemo. And so that is now has now made triple positive breast cancer, the best breast cancer you can have because of that drug. So that's why it is so important to like donate to like people that are, raising money yeah like medicines for cancer um and so I had triple positive breast cancer at first they're like oh yeah we're just gonna have to put you on a chemo pill that you'll take every day but then it turned out I have like her two positive breast cancer and that's the really aggressive type and it's more common in younger people and so um because I had that her two you automatically have to have chemo radiation the whole shebang because it's very uh aggressive and Mm -hmm. like it grows pretty fast so I had that and um And so now because I had that, I have to take a pill um, every day for either five years or 10 years. And it's called tamoxifen. And I talk about it quite often in the podcast um, because I have a love-hate relationship with it as well, just because I know that it's like saving me. And tamoxifen also like is such a... um, lifesaver because yeah. it puts you into early menopause because mm-hmm. um, her two feeds off of estrogen. And so it lowers my estrogen. Um, and so I take that every day for either five years or 10 years. They haven't decided because um, it used to be five years was the recommendation, but they last year had a big conference and they decided it needs to be 10 years. So it just depends what oncologist I go to. And I guess after five years, we'll do more tests. And so, um, yeah, 
that. But as far as having a child. Yeah. So the tamoxifen, we'll see. I'm 36 now. So when I can get off of tamoxifen, if it's five years, I'll be 39. So maybe my period, I, I still have my period. And so maybe it will stay. Um, and, but if I have to wait 10 years, I'll be You're going to do five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do five. <laughs> I just switched on colleges and um, I see him next week. And the last time I saw him was six months ago. And I was like, hey, uh, can I be on tamoxifen for five years instead of 10 years? And he's like, sure. I was like, uh, can I have a baby when I'm 39? And he's like, sure. I was like, can I start taking supplements? Because my old oncologist yeah. didn't let me take any sort of supplements. And he's like, sure. And I, me and Manny left the appointment. That's and we exciting. were like, oh my God, we love him. We, he's the best. And then like on the way home, I was like, did he just say sure to everything I just asked him? And he, he did. But I maybe. think that the world of like functional medicine is so like it's the wild, I, I have a pediatrician that was like, it's the wild, wild west, especially yeah. with pediatrics. But, you know, even with things like breast cancer or cancer in general, that not enough has been studied. Yeah. And I think you're either the type of person that's like not enough studied, let's not do it unless it's there. Or you're the type of person that's like, well, these can't hurt you. It's natural. Yeah. And I mean, there are obviously at some doses, things could be like interfering, but if it makes you stronger, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think, I don't know, but I think you trust your intuition and you start slow and you kind of, I mean, you're probably taking stuff for your hair, right? Oh yeah. I just started taking yeah. collagen. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I. What kind do you take? Uh, oh man, I should have looked that up. You don't know what brand? No. Oh, I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, I could write it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm but curious. Yeah, There's so much collagen known. out there. Yeah. I there mean, is. Vital Proteins is like everywhere now. So Yeah, Vital and Agent Nature yeah. has um, the collagen powder. Yeah. So um, I was going to start taking that once my bottle uh, runs out. But um, yeah, I think that has the, the, a side effect of tamoxifen. Some people have cr quite crazy side effects like some people lose or um gain a ton of weight and some people um have super bad bone pain and and um, so i feel lucky because i haven't had many side effects some people have super horrible hot flashes because wow. you're going through yeah. menopause but my side effects i've been very lucky that i haven't had many side effects from tamoxifen except for the fact that my hair is not growing. I mean, I oh, interview yeah. people that have went through cancer three years ago, the same time as me, and their hair is like down to their shoulders now, and they have like super thick hair. But my, I'm, there's like 1% of people taking tamoxifen that's hair doesn't grow back. And mine and that's you? is growing back. Like I have a full out ponytail, but just on the top, it's very, very thin. But for the last two months, I've been taking this collagen and that has been helping. Oh, cool. And so, um, yeah, I want to, I want to start taking like moon juices, super hair. And mm -hmm. so, um, well, also another side effect we were just talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it affects your sex life. Yeah. Uh, we recently worked with a brand called Foria mm -hmm. and they sent us so much product. And so all of us at the office were really excited because they sent us their 
Awaken, which yeah. is like their arousal it's CBD, like CBD spray. It's and a spray. It's yeah, amazing. And Cindy, I mean, Cindy, uh, Lindsay loves it. Yeah. And we, they also had the suppository, but we were just talking about it. And Lindsay was like, that stuff saved our sex life. It really is great. And <laughs> and that's another side effect of just in general, people going through cancer, like chemo makes you dry, um, like uh, tamoxifen for sure does. But that has been so helpful. You just spray, spray. You I know, mean, like- having those as side effects, the ones that you can like kind of, con- I mean, hair is tough. Yeah. But- at least this is something that you can do something about. Yeah. And, and it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I think it makes it even better. Yeah. So I really am a huge advocate for that awakened spray. Oh my I really gosh, like it. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. I think that the podcast, I always wonder though, I mean, again, like obviously you have a love hate because talking about this kind of thing is hard for anyone. And I, I always want to make sure that I think it's, shouldn't have to be your identity either. Right. Yeah. And so navigating, how do I speak to my experience? How do I encourage others to keep going and stay positive when I also don't necessarily want this to be cancer doesn't define me. Yeah. Um, but I, it was a big part of your life. And so I just want to say thank you for oh. sharing it and for creating a space for people to have access to these stories Mm -hmm. and information like this type of stuff could be really, really important for someone else that's going through it. Right. Even just sharing the collagen or sharing for you or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that's what I hope that like people get out of these podcasts because I, I would have loved to have a podcast like this to listen to, um, when I was going through it, just because it's like, so many different ways people handle it. So many different um, people that are in different um, parts of their treatments or afterwards. Or so it's. It, I, I hope that it helps a lot of people, and that's why I, I do like doing it because um, I have gotten some feedback that people enjoy it, and yeah. I like that. I mean, I could be um, probably a better interviewer. Sometimes I came from a journalism background, so I'm used to interviewing people and not sharing anything. I'm used to interviewing people to get the quote that I need to write the article, to to learn about their company. And so when I started this, it was a little hard to be like, okay, well, I need to like share and I need to like make them feel comfortable that they can share and not just talk about their brand or something. So it has been a transition, but it's something that I am, um, I, 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 I like doing it now. So I'm thankful that you pushed me in that direction and, and, and it'll be exciting because I think the other seasons we're talking about are going to also have more than just these stories of people who are going through it or success stories. It's also because everyone's affected by cancer and it'll have other people Mm -hmm. who have been there in those situations where they don't know how to be there for someone or they were there for their mom or dad or sister or best friend and what that uh, experience was like. Yeah. And I think just having that as well is going to be really powerful. So I'm excited to tune in and I thank you for having me and sharing more about your story. I love you so much. (laughs) You're the best. I love you. I love you. Aw. 
Hey everyone, on that episode with Nikki, we talked about Foria Wellness, which is one of my favorite brands and a brand that has greatly enhanced my sex life after cancer. So we wanted to extend a special offer to Cancer Casually listeners. With the code FULLEST20, you'll get 20% off anything off their website. Have fun!